All right. You can hear us, right? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to episode 58 of Echo Screen. We are a uh, podcast about video games, pop culture, and us as friends. You know, just chilling, doing stuff. My name is Blaze, as you can see. With me this week is Aaron. and That's me. Rob. And what would you guys say is the superior chocolate bar? Why? Where did this what do you come mean, like... from? <laughs> I mean, it's something I've been thinking about De- this morning. Define what, what is the limit of chocolate? I mean, bar. like it could be like a Butterfingers. Like it could have other stuff. It could be in like, it. A... you know, <laughs> <laughs> classic. I mean, like uh, Butterfingers I mean... is not a chocolate bar. It's like a candy bar. Okay, so I guess the word I'm looking for is candy bar. Okay. Uh, what Does would it have you to got? Have chocolate in it. I mean, sure, that will be the one constant. Chocolate, chocolate. candy bar. Chocolate candy bar. For mm. me, it's a Milky Way Midnight. Why? Because it's like the right amount of caramel and the right amount of like dark chocolate, and I think it works. Okay. Valid? Hmm. I don't know. I When I was a kid, I loved Crunch Bars. Oh, I, I love Crunch oh, Bars. Oh, I like Crunch yeah. Bars a lot. Too. I don't know yeah. why I loved them so much when I was a it's kid. Great. Mm. It's a great texture, and I, I convinced myself... I went through a big Willy Wonka phase that as makes a kid. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes complete sense. I can't even not imagine yeah. that anymore. Yeah. You've written a new Rob lore for me. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You now you now have a new puzzle piece that's making the whole picture make a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, honestly. Um, I'm just yeah, imagining but... you with the, uh, the whatever remake with Johnny Depp. That's the outfit you're wearing every day. <laughs> Oh man, it might be worth photoshopping my face on that now for this. I don't thing. want that. No one. I don't think anyone wants that. Oh, you, what you, were you saying? You, I'm sorry, I interrupted you with my. I, I convinced myself because Crunch Bars had like the tin foil, and I didn't know there were actual Wonka bars like as an actual product for yeah. a while. So I convinced myself if I bought enough Crunch Bars, the golden ticket would be in it. I was not smart at this phase in my life. Um, I'm talking about now, but that's yeah. not the point. Uh, back then, I was ago. Yeah, yeah. This was anyway. That was fun last week. Anyway, <laughs> anyway being 14 year old, being 14 years old was no being 20 was a really difficult situation. Awesome. All right. Uh-oh. So it's been another week. I, Aaron and I didn't discuss what our favorite current chocolate bars were. Oh, uh, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, what would you say? I mean, yeah, I don't know. People say, like, Milky Way all the time, and I, like, don't like them that much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you had a Milky Way Midnight before? No, what is that? It's like, uh, it's it's a Milky Way, but I think it has better chocolate with it. I think it's something that should be sold in place of the regular Milky Way bar, because mm-hmm. I think the Milky Way bar is just not great. When I was, like, in eighth grade in, like, high school, I really liked the uh, Hershey's, like, Oreo, like, white chocolate Oreo yeah. bar. That shit's not good. I'll get those all the fucking time. Yeah. I don't know if I can, like stand them as much now i think i ate too many of them when i was a teenager yeah i remember liking white chocolate when i was like a kid and now i um i don't for some reason i still like white chocolate a lot yeah. uh i just like don't eat chocolate in general that much 
Yeah. I like I do like Butterfingers, but I can't eat like a lot of them. Dude, I <laughs> was I eating uh, the butter Butterfingers for uh, I I purchased five dollars worth of Butterfingers recently, so I could get a like a oh, promotional yeah. mount in Final Fantasy fourteen. And I was eating them, and they Same. just like hurt my teeth. They <laughs> they were just yeah. That's it's, like one of the problems with them. I really I cool. like them, but they just like hurt. Yeah. For some reason, as a kid, I thought there would be like these creamy, like kind of like delightful things to eat. They're like hard as a brick. Yeah, it's I like don't putting the Buster Sword and chomping. It's not <laughs> not great. Uh, I really like them though. So if uh, Butter Butterfingers, okay. it's uh... not a bar, but I like Rolo a lot. Oh, okay. Just like straight caramel chocolate. Yeah. I like those a lot. I um, have a. You go. Oh, nothing. Uh, this is a weird thing. I probably is showing that I'm turning into old man. I think butterscotch is really turning okay. on me. All right. You I also feel. like licorice. I know that. For I sure. also like licorice. So I am an old man yeah. in a young man's body. Yeah. To the point where my mother the other day said like, he's an old man in a young man's <laughs> body. I forget what the context was. I think I said like, uh, I think one of my friends wanted to go to like a club or something. And it was and like, were like, oh, is Bill Evans and the Jazz Messengers playing? <laughs> awesome. Um, Pensiano in chat is saying that Aaron is a fool. Milky Way is the best. Um, I don't know who he was referring to. I assume he, by um, the fact that I know Nick personally. Um, <laughs> is And he said nerd, did, don't know which one that is, and then false to something about uh, <laughs> some bar and then uh the best yeah, Nick's bar throwing out pretty wild claims is snickers the, which is yeah. strange because you said that um Milky Way i think is the actually best. no that's the one that people say is like really really like the best candy bar is snickers and i'm like i don't know they're okay i think i do like milky way more than snickers the marketing campaign that. for uh snickers is very strong yes mm-hmm. they tried like was... an uh like a old spice approach to it for a while and it worked you yeah, know it, it was on the line so do you do you think like all marketing is heading towards the old space method because commercials are getting weirder and weirder they it's only have like, like a while five yeah five to ten seconds to really get your uh attention mm-hmm. and the weirder it yeah. is the the easier it is for someone to just be like bewildered by it so yeah just know. like uh japanese commercials oh man yeah if you just watch a reel of that they've been doing that for years basically Did you see the one i forget which it's i think it was for seven up and it was like one where it just goes through the like two different timelines like to completion of how like if this guy didn't pick up seven up like an alien avert uh, invasion would be averted and like i just remember seeing that and i was like so you don't want us to drink seven up <laughs> it's the message like it, that's always stayed with me it was like no that would have been red if the alien invasion <laughs> happened and trillions of people died wow we don't condone that um we don't we... condone alien uh invasion yeah. and uh yeah. massive destruction i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh you know things from another world uh i don't think there were any uh noticeable news stories this past week like video games pop culture wise that i like actually cared about Hmm. um i feel like there's something there probably was um but it's not something that stuck out and when i was doing some like research for the show but uh you know last week uh 
there was the Sonic 30th Symphony, which uh, I think was on Thursday, something like that. And it, oh, no, no, I think it was a Wednesday after we recorded the show. And it was really good, really nostalgic. And they played some surprising, like, they played the Game Gear mel- like melody and or medley. And it was just, like, surprise to see that there. It was really, like, a nice overview of the, the series. So I appreciated that. But, yeah, it's all on YouTube. Um, if you guys are interested in that kind of thing, really, um, they do a lot. It's worth it. Definitely worth it, especially if you, like, are into writing or drawing it's uh it's good so i did that um we all watched loki episode three so we have that to talk about later i think um when we get deeper into the podcast because i don't 15 minutes in to start spoiling a current thing i don't know about (laughs) that uh rob i know firsthand that rob's been playing more persona 5 strikers because i watched him play it in person oh shit which we can talk about uh my trip to visit rob if you uh by the way that i was thinking about that was like was that like two weeks ago or was that like last week less than a week ago yeah i don't know why like this weekend feels like it was like very long yeah i don't know i agree i think it's the heat i think the heat is extending the time um yeah anyway uh that how are you enjoying that have you got any further from what i saw are you still in um oh yeah you are we talked about this uh are you still i just uh... got out of uh aaron have you played strikers he has not okay um i got out of this island town that you come to visit at one point and uh destiny island destiny (laughs) island yes um it's actually the first crossover that we're getting between uh the kingdom Hearts series and the persona series finally you get to see uh, Jack Frost as a heartless, so it's pretty. It's interesting. Pretty intense. I don't um, think it's Jack Frost. I don't. I think a lot of uh... Uh, Michael Keaton's Jack, Jack Frost. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, but there is. Yeah, I started taking on the uh, hidden uh, hard bosses. Oh, okay. And. Uh, it's a it was a bad move for me because I'm like out of uh all my healing items and all of that now. So I think so. I, I mean Sophia sells all that stuff, right? I, I know, I know. It's just you I had to, like, a bunch of money. You had like a like a I know. like a wild amount of money. Out. I'm as I'm very cheap in real life and in that game, so like you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean uh no. I ended up going in there and i ended up kind of passing it all out uh right now i'm just trying to get all the personas uh that i've been missing so do you enjoy like the collect like collecting method of persona is that like pokemon for you i mean kind of i mean it's uh it's a little fun to have like the different things mainly i'm trying to fill out kind of holes that i have in the party Mm -hmm. uh like I realize none of the personas I have have the any gun attacks. Mm. So uh, I'm just mainly relying on my pistol as uh, Joker and then Haru's yeah. Uh, yeah. thing. So, yeah. So right now I'm just trying to fill that all out before we go to the next area. I finished the island, so 
And uh, yeah, there was a nice little moment with uh, Ryuji. And yeah, you know, uh, I'm excited to keep going forward. I just kind of, I have to limit myself because I'm, this is like, this game is the epitome of the just one more level yeah, really. thing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I've just been trying to limit myself yeah, to it. Yeah, that's how the uh, original game was, what yeah. I remember. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You mean uh, Persona 5 or do you mean? Yeah. And yeah. I was uh, playing through that initially. It's like, oh, this is like the last place, right? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah no, the game has here, so bro. many false endings it's just like oh yeah 30 more hours thank you i guess well it's weird after the first level like even like after the first palace it could be a complete story but then they not in a way that they like do it badly but like it keeps going 14 more times no, i'm yeah. exaggerating it's not 14 but it's <laughs> definitely close but uh, you, like you go through an entire tele television series basically yeah. is how it feels yeah like it's very interesting it's good i enjoy persona i feel like i went through um persona 5 originally like way faster which i don't necessarily like like i guess like in retrospect i probably should have taken my time a little bit more but i don't remember rushing like the loading screen says yeah like the loading screen says uh i don't remember rushing but i definitely felt like i could spend more time here but after such like after 100 hours you're kind of like i think i need to step back and then <laughs> i tried i got like 60 hours into royale and i was like this is good but also i've done most of this before that the new stuff really is saved for the uh for it's interspersed but it's mostly at the end um mm. and then uh and then strikers I felt like I just went through it in a couple weeks. It's significantly shorter. It's like, what, a third? A third or a fourth, I guess, of, uh, yeah, of proper Persona. So, you know, it is different, but it's good. It felt like a return to those characters for sure. So an actual return instead of just playing the the same game again. But, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I'll say I've been saying it for like over a year now. I'll get back to Persona Five Royale, haha. But uh, you know, um, yeah. Okay, Aaron. Any games you've been playing talk, that you want to talk about? Mm. Tower United. I'm trying to think. No, Rob, don't do it. Rob, don't do it. No, no, no. Okay. Just that. It's a fig Newton. Oh right! Is it actually a fig Newton, or is it like a fig Newman, or is it like a different? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Here we go. My like Paul Newman, like Newman's own fig yeah. Newmans. <laughs> like what is that? We're not sponsored by them. It's not even a fig Newton. We have to blur that fig out. Bar. I think I don't think we can even have that on air. Anyway, Rob, chew your food. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you were I'm, saying? I'm going to swallow it. Mm. Was I saying something? I think you said something, and then... <laughs> you were talking about the games you were playing? Was I talking about the games I was You playing? were trying to, but I was then... trying to remember. Tower Unite? Did I ever talk about, uh... Yeah. Oh, hey. Wait, Davinci. what did you just say? Tower <laughs> Unite? Tower Unite. Oh, my God. I was, like, trying to figure out what the fuck you were saying. Yeah. Um, if anyone yeah, you played that. Tower Unite uh, for a little bit. Uh... 
I guess if you don't know, it's like a, it was previously a Gmod, um, like a Gmod thing. Uh, and I actually remember playing it like way back in the day when it was still like under construction. But I guess the idea of it is that it's like a, a sandbox type of game where you can uh, build like anything that you want, kind of. Um, like the editor is very easy to use, but the, idea is that you have to like earn uh all the like pieces or like like if you want to build like a house you have to like get the walls get the chairs get like the uh little clutter and stuff like posters and you can upload like custom textures to things so, like you know if you want like a poster of like a drawing that you made you can like just put the drawing like, in the game uh, essentially um and like i think a lot of people probably right now would be like Oh, so like you just like buy stuff with the real money, but it's like everything is in the like you you buy it with the in-game currency that you get as a reward for playing the mini games that they have in there, which are like mini golf. Uh, they have like a super monkey ball mode. Um, they are in an alpha for like a legitimate like fun Mario Kart like racer type game. Hmm. Um, they have like a top-down zombie shooter, uh, and then virus like infection. Uh, FPS mode, which is like, um, yeah, infection in Halo, where like one person starts out as a zombie and you go against like 12 other people and you try to like get everybody infected. But like, yeah, there's like no microtransactions. You just like play the games. There's a bunch of other mini games like around. Um, they have the uh, like Tower Unite uh, Plaza, which is what it's called, where like you see all the, you actually can go to the shops that they have and they're like physical shops with like, the stuff displayed like all around them um, of things that you can buy like furniture and walls and uh, you can actually buy like different condos like pre-built uh, places that you can decorate um, there's like a couple like basically empty ones that you can just like delete or like make everything like from scratch um, yeah it's super fun there's like a fucking arcade in there with like literal arcade games the yeah. thing about this game is like it's like it does such a good job of like making you feel like you're just like going out. Like if you're hanging out with a friend, like mm-hmm. you're like, Hey, let's go to the arcade. And like, you literally just go walk into the arcade. You have to exchange money for tickets. You put the, <laughs> or, uh, for coins, um, you put the coins in the machines and like, they're like legitimate working arcade games that like feel like they make sense. Like they feel nice to play. Like, I feel like most of the time when you have like arcade games and, video games as like mini games they're kind of like weird with the physics or like floaty in some ways um but like in this game they like really like dialed it down to like a t of how like intuitive uh things feel like and like i was playing with ari so it's like we're literally just like walking around the arcade playing a bunch of these games and like getting a fuck ton of tickets and you can exchange the tickets for like actual uh like stuff that you can put in your house or like you can even have like toys that you have in your inventory like an rc car that you can just pick up and drive around shit like that uh, and they have like bowling and like laser tag uh and they have like a bunch of other um mini games that kind of like run around the clock every now and then like a randomly pick one like plane fight or like shit like that you know it's mad fucking fun it's like it's like yeah, you can do whatever you want, but they intersperse it with like, oh man, I don't have like enough money. I'm I have to go like play a couple mini games, but it's like, 
the things that you do are like mad fun so it's like and you get money like fast enough so it like doesn't really matter or like it doesn't take it out of it it's like hey guys i need you know some more money to like finish this part of the house do you guys want to like go to the arcade or like uh go play some mini games they have like a pretty vast selection at this point and they're always just adding more i think the dev team is like pretty consistent and like uh user feedback and like putting stuff in seeing how it works and just like working with it uh moving forward like as quickly as possible but yeah it's a fun ass game i recommend it it's only like it's on sale for 30 percent off yeah. if i'm mistaken right now because the seam summer sale um, yeah. i was, ab- I was yeah. about to ask is it a free to play thing or is mm-hmm. it just it's a no, one, it's, one. Um, no microtransactions in it it's just no it's, it's, it's normally one time purchase yeah normally um, 20 bucks it's in early access so you know but yeah because before it was like the mod like a mod for gmod which is its own thing um mm-hmm. so like then it was free but then they decided like hey we can just like make this its own thing um yeah yeah because i remember playing it uh when it was still a mod and i remember like kind of feeling it was like boring to make the money at that point because they didn't have like as many games um and I remember like thinking like, oh, should I have to like make this money? And it's like, takes way longer. It, it took way longer to like get a sufficient amount of money to like go buy stuff and like go build shit. At least from what I remember. But yeah, yeah, it's a good ass game. Cool. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fucked on a customization that you can do. Like you can upload your own avatar and uh, provided yeah. that you get it to work. Did you ever end uh, up getting it working? No. No. So, so what do you what avatar were you trying to do i made a custom one but yeah it's okay okay annoying to yeah the right. it, it, like the i i got it to work but they're because the game like is an alpha and it's like a very small development team obviously there are like some bugs um and one of them is like with the custom player models um people have figured out a way to make them look good but like inherently when you import them into the game like everything before that works fine but for some reason like there's some like disconnect in the process of importing it where it like fucks up your player model still in like very small ways but it's like noticeable mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah i was trying to figure that out but never worked out well hopefully just gotta pay somebody to do it yeah hopefully soon uh we can both uh, i picked it up myself i just haven't jumped in yet so uh mm-hmm. once uh once you get your custom model working, I think I'll pro- it'll probably like light a fire under me to actually start playing. And I'm I'm making a custom model as we as something I've been doing in the background, but it's complicated. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, You're not gonna do polygonal, pol- polygon, old cloud strife. That would be great. Honestly, uh, that'd be hilarious. But it's probably I think it's on there. Yeah, it's uh, probably already there. I could probably already. It's yeah. like. I don't know if you said this, but it's like some have described it as not me. Don't quote me on this, but some, some have described it as a better VR chat. So, oh yeah, yeah, it is like that. Um, and I think they have had VR support in mm-hmm. the past, but yeah. I think they took it out because it was like not working well or something. But um, uh, pretty sure they're like going to be adding that in the future at some point. Um. Yeah, it is like VR chat. If you could in VR chat, like 
make the maps that people make yeah but i'm pretty sure you like have to go outside of the program and uh yeah like build the whole maps and like whatever modeling program you want and then import it back and then it's like this whole process um but yeah that's cool yeah it's fun yeah, yeah. I, I saw a little bit of it. It looks like the foundations of the oasis we're all going to be living yeah. in. in the yeah, future. basically. Yeah, I had like very um, second life vibes when you uh, back in the day, mm -hmm. the not um, creepy weirdo stuff from uh, Second Life that it's most commonly known for. So yeah, I'm, I assume there's that part of it, but so far I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. So that's good. Yeah, the community's like pretty small. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people like who play it like dedicate a lot of time to it and uh a lot of resources like uh they have custom uploads like through the steam workshop so like it's not just player models but also like uh housing items and like hmm. anything else that you can really think of you can just like import into the game if somebody's made it because i'm pretty sure like if you do have like a custom model and you upload it you have to like upload it via steam workshop hmm. um so there's basically just like anything that you can think of uh yeah like uh low poly cloud stride <laughs> it's on there cool all right and uh anything else before we go into more stuff that we've done yeah i'm trying to remember i don't know all right let's Maybe. move on for now no more dark souls and uh no more dot hack as of right now no okay cool cool no 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 oh you have i know you have been playing uh in the background i don't know how much you want to talk about it because uh something we'll be doing soon uh, as a trio but uh i know you've been playing a little bit of final fantasy 9 again yeah i started playing it the other day i wasn't sure if you <laughs> want to talk about that because it's like I'll, I'll be playing it and then like you'll be playing it yeah and i'll be playing it some more and then you'll be playing it some more. i mean that's just how much you love the game so I mean, yeah so yeah like we were because you were talking about playing it and i was like man <laughs> i don't want to play i don't want to <laughs> I don't play it right now. Honestly, I've been um, like, I've been sitting on it and be like, I kind of just want to play it right now, but I want to also yeah. play it on stream. And I don't, yeah, I know yeah. that I'll burn myself out if I play it twice. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm waiting patiently, but Friday can't yeah. come soon enough. Yeah. I'm a couple hours in. Let's get to the ice cave and finish that. Gotcha. Uh -oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the thing is that we're all. But we're playing it with the Maguri mod, mm -hmm. which uh, is like in HD. I think it's like 4K or something. Yeah, like it goes up to 4K. A lot of the textures, yeah. They like remade like a lot of the backgrounds, which were like painted. Um, and they upscaled the textures of the models. They like even uh, reorchestrated the whole soundtrack, um, which you can like turn it on and off. I have yeah. it off because I like the original a lot. But mm -hmm. uh. I also added like some gameplay improvements that uh, are pretty common with like remakes of old JRPGs nowadays, like speeding things up and uh, yeah, a lot of the turning on instant KO mode. Essentially, they have um, basically more of the conveniences that the like console, like the recent console ports have had, like the Switch, yeah. PS4, and Xbox. I think it's on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all those are in it, but more. And uh, it also has a visual upgrade, and it's widescreen for the most part, which is yeah. really nice as well. Um, I was tinkering around with it the other day, um, and that's what we finished Kingdom Hearts 1, which I'll talk about um, in a bit. But yeah, that's our, our new stream game. So um, I think it'll be 
Aaron Rob and I for the most part. Um, it's been close to a decade since my last playthrough. So if not you, really, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I played. So Aaron, Aaron's gonna be like your AI. Yeah, he's gonna one. be my uh, man in the chair on this one. But uh, mm-hmm. I have played that game several times over my uh, life, and I still like. I thought I knew Kingdom Hearts one well. So I can only imagine how much I forget. Like I was watching like a video and I've been reading um, this book about Final Fantasy nine. And I was like, oh, I um, am. I'm like an adult man now. And I don't remember like it's been like t- almost 10 years. So I don't remember like mu- like like much or the context or like now I have like a new outlook on a lot of things that are happening. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be a. Uh, really interesting to, to dive back into this world with these characters with this new perspective and also having like been memory wiped from apparently so there's that yeah i'm looking forward to it um and Rob, it'll be rob's first time with it um and you've what which final fantasies have you played rob it's 10 15 13 have you played 13 no I played like one level of 13 okay and then i was like no um <laughs> yeah oh and remake i'm sorry i, I forgot uh, remake. remake crisis court oh, Dirge crisis of cerberus court. um they're very different from mainline games <laughs> but yeah yeah why did you play dirge of cerberus i thought i i heard it was the furthest in the timeline and i was like okay let's see what this is about and then uh I don't know. I I think I played it at the right time that I was like, okay, I can get into this. Like, my standards were a little lower. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, it's uh, not a bad uh, uh, PS2 game. I mean, it's not bad. It's like not a great third person shooter for sure, but it's not a bad like PS2 game. We've learned a lot since then for sure. Yeah. And I think Square is as well. So, but yeah. All I'd right. be interested if uh no they're probably not going to do that. Well they're going to incorporate I was... I, they've already incorporated some of the lore into yeah. it from yeah. you know. So but I'm wondering if like some of the gameplay style is going to be incorporated into remake when you can play as Vincent. Or I would if... hope so. I doubt it, but I hope I would yeah. I would hope so. That'd be interesting at least. Uh I can say without spoilers like they did incorporate that while they like like it was very um specific to yuffie they did incorporate some like environmental stuff that was yuffie specific so i wonder if that'll like carry over to part two or whatever um yeah it's like she uses a uh a giant shuriken so do this stuff from afar and it it's pretty cool actually i really enjoyed it but um yeah okay so mainline games it's 10 and 15 uh yes and seven remake i guess seven remake is also the seven universe and then okay the soon universe Uh, right so (laughs) so yeah that all of those are very different from what nine is nine is like yeah way closer to it's like the ultimate classic final fantasy what what this franchise was before seven and eight ever Mm -hmm. existed nine is the epitome of like all of those themes and uh, ideas and it's just like it's like i feel like it's been said that it's like sakaguchi's like ultimate work on the franchise 
so which i think i mean i think it's his last one so yeah yep it's awesome nobuo uematsu does some of his best work and you'd think that like what about one winged angel yeah no uh there's some uh hot tracks in in a nine that uh yeah honestly i'm i should probably just play it with the uh the original soundtrack for everyone especially Mm -hmm. like to experience for the first time but whatever works i mean like i'm I'm gonna be very interested uh it does it have like kind of the uh i don't want to say 8-bit kind of distortion to it but is it how does it kind of come off so it's like yeah that's the thing like they re like they like upscaled everything essentially so like i don't know the mod does a very good job of like making it feel like you're playing the game that you remembered and like like not something new not something updated not something different but just like what you remember um it literally looks like like what i remember from being a kid it doesn't look like when you look like an old at an old game it looks Mm. like how it presented itself on my tv uh, all those years ago so it's great um and like you you have options to like because like it is a mod for the steam version of the game which is like a port of for mobile or whatever Mm -hmm. um and so like because they ported it to mobile they made some like weird changes like having the font be like just straight up aerial like Mm -hmm. no like text styling or anything like that and it looks like fucking garbage um, i thought you were gonna say like comic sans or something yeah it's, i mean like it might, might as well, as well be. That, but like yeah, yeah. That's essentially it's, what they did it's because like the uh the phone screens use like such like dense pixel like ratios so they need something that can be like scaled pretty easily and yeah. Arial does that without a problem mm-hmm. but it's not as it does not look as good or like familiar as the ps1 font which yeah people prefer and like when you're playing it on like a monitor like the yeah. monitor especially a big one like that yeah. it's like it doesn't even fucking matter at that point yeah so it restores that basically mm-hmm. um okay. which is good yeah I'm, I'm excited to see this like i'm excited i'm sure i'm gonna hear uh and i mean this in a good way i'm excited to see you guys gush yeah about this yeah, i'm yeah. excited to see you guys have like this game that like brings such good feelings back so i think uh, i think i'm gonna while i'm gonna rush through the grinding i think that if we want to meander a bit i think that's okay with this uh, with the yeah with nine there's so, so much like hidden around everywhere yeah. uh like in every nook and cranny there's like something extra that you can just like run into or like if you're looking for that like you can just like explore every corner of every single like screen that they have and like there's just something hidden there there's like some person to talk to it's like some shit like that they'll just like i don't know it makes the world feel very lived in um mm-hmm. i think more than most games like even in final fantasies like the world just makes sense like and as soon as you're put into it like you see like hippo people and like random yeah. like dog people and like it seems really weird but like they all fit in so well within the style and context of the game that it like just i don't know that's final it's fantasy nice. yeah it just yeah. felt it, it felt at place it did not feel out of out of place mm-hmm. like i feel like like when i first saw some trailers for 12 and they showed all like the different like peoples i felt like that's kind of it feels a little off even though like they were trying to present it the same way it just didn't have the same like pers- yeah. like that's how it felt for me anyway so 
That's kind of that's interesting because I, I always felt like kind of a good implementation, implement, implementation, implementation, implementation. Why am I bad with words today? Um, yeah, uh, I always thought ten did that very well with Kamari because mm -hmm. you get you get like only him, and then you think like okay, maybe he's, like, the last of his kind, or there's something like that, and then they slowly trickle it in. So I'm very interested to see how this is going to do it. Yeah, this is game it... has way more. Way more. Okay. So, yeah. And everyone's like, 10's the best in the series. You just think that because it was the first one on PS2, first one with voice <laughs> acting. Like, I, I mean, I like 10. Well, you see, I hate reading, so you see, that's why it's the best. This is a, this is a game, a lot of text. There's no voice acting, so... Uh... Only we're gonna be doing the voice. Yes, episode, we're gonna so. be we're gonna be reading for everyone, uh, which we'll probably have to like. We should probably just like assign. Yeah, who do you think would be fun for each of us to voice? Like... I'm thinking. Uh, I so pronunciations on names straight up. Uh, I always went with uh, like Zidane as a kid, even though the localization is Zidane. Would, no, um, he's gonna be Zidane for our playthrough. Is this like? Is this this? Titus Titus. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but the difference is in in Final Fantasy in Final Fantasy 10 there you could name like I could name Titus Blaze. Like I <laughs> I could name him that. It, so none of the characters say his name. It's the same way in like Persona. It's like yeah. that guy or the he's or like everyone calls him protagonist or whatever. But um yeah, it's uh yeah. Anyway, it's like that, but no one had a voice for it. Like, no one had, like, names for these characters because they never got, like, their names said canonically, and you could always, like, name them whatever you wanted. And then Dissidia yeah. comes out, and they localize the game, and it's Zidane. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't like it. It's weird. I don't want to yeah. say it. And then for a while, I would just, I just, like, accepted it. But then just like, well, I don't have to. He can mm -hmm. be Zidane to me. Um and then I say Vivi uh, Steiner or Steiner. I don't know which is how you. I do say it. Steiner. Steiner. Okay. I, yeah. I I've I gone I've gone through both, so it's not really a huge deal for me. Um, but yeah, Rob should totally be a Steiner for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of messed up. <laughs> so do I have to do? vv doesn't talk i'm assuming oh he does oh, he does yeah oh, he does? that's okay. gonna be aaron because i mean aaron because uh okay you know. but you have to do the voice that we heard uh for a short second in cage too no it's okay i can't hear no it's okay that's all right i don't remember doing that i don't yeah. think that ever happened honestly yeah <laughs> anyway uh i guess you'll just have to watch the vod yeah it'll be great um that'll be on friday hopefully uh we'll announce it uh, beforehand on our socials so you know check that out if you're not already checking that out um okay so i played kingdom hearts we beat it finally yes. after a million years uh it feels good to revisit i kind of rushed the ending i was kind of just like over it which i love well, the game but it's just like I think Hades is what got me. I was just like, yeah, it's over. We made the mistake of doing the Hades Cup, and yeah. that like got us to be like, okay, let's get out of this. It's let's... just like I, I think Hades. Like I guess yeah, you can do it before you beat the game, but it felt like yeah, 
you need to learn things about like the end game bosses before you do this that's how it like felt he was doing things that uh the game hadn't like previously taught you so it's just like this is how this fight goes and it was just like annoying not hard but it was annoying and that's like a lot of uh like i feel like a lot of like old school like grpg stuff is just mostly like an annoying boss mechanic like you can play the game the way you want to until now and when you have to do it this way and that always gets me because it's like no more playing the game the way you were before now you play it the way we say and so i know uh but yeah that's my personal gripe otherwise it was pretty easy i mean i was playing on beginner so it's not like i was looking for a challenge but uh yeah i think i think hades was the one that we had like the biggest issue with yeah like, it's just because i was brute forcing it i was trying just not to uh yeah. to follow the rules and that was like the only problem but yeah once yeah. i once i stopped doing that when i was frustrated i just like it was overly easy at that point which that's why i don't like uh super high level kingdom hearts specifically because it becomes the same rinse and repeat like you guard and then you war of attrition counter and it's like this slow input of combos that like this is the winning strategy this is the way you play and that to me like i like the game because i get to like if i if i want to do a cool thing right now i get to do that cool thing instead of like these are this is the sequence do the sequence you win so that's me um okay rob what what did you think of our our first playthrough like the whole experience um, I think you're lame and you didn't play it right. No, um, sure, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I I thought it was very interesting because like uh, anytime we I get to the final boss, like there is that feeling of like, uh, and you said in the thing, uh, I never had like a way of putting a point onto it, but it felt like there was some extra annoying bits added to it to make the fight harder but it's just like it ends up becoming like okay so i only have like a two swipe strike that i can do at ansem if i don't want to take any damage throughout this whole fight and like when you play on other difficulties like even normal you can get like just obliterated in two seconds and it's just like I, I don't want to have to run in, do my pot shots, and run out just to, like, because it's just, it's just, like, not well designed, I guess, at, at that I, point. I will, I will give it this. It gives you kind of a chance to fly around and examine uh, Ansem as you're avoiding the beams and kind yeah. of getting in the whole, like, feeling of, oh, fuck, <laughs> this is what I'm up against. Uh but, like, yeah, it just ends up becoming, like, okay, I'm going to waste time flying back over to Ansem and getting in those shots right before he starts swinging his fucking, like, double-ended soul eater at yeah. us. And so... It just felt padded um, yeah. in a lot of ways, like, um, not really challenging, just, like, it's annoyingly, uh, yeah, it's just time-consuming to fly away fly back in do a little damage fly out yeah yeah it looks cool (laughs) 
It definitely looks cool. I will say it was uh, like the actual ending itself is very kind of magical in the way it goes. Like it fills you with like this. I was going to say this bittersweet emotion because, well, but it is I'm... very bittersweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I always forget the post credit scene and it fills you with like the same kind of like wonder you have and hope for it. But then you remember Chain of Memories is coming up, one of the most uh, depressing parts in Sora's journey. I like Chain <laughs> of Memories. I mean, I don't oh, like Oh, no, playing... I mean that, I mean that yeah. emotionally. Oh, yeah. I mean yeah. that, like, he's in his journey. Angry. Yeah. Yeah, he's angry. Like, he's losing his memory. It's uh, it's kind of horrifying. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's just being played with, the whole thing. And it's... Uh, that's the one where I feel like the most dread throughout mm. the whole series because you're kind of like even the way the level is, the levels are laid out. Like it's unpredictable. Like you have to like go through it, just kind of hoping you're going to get to the right doors. It's all randomly generated. And so, yeah, it's always this feeling of like that game is like the most foggy and dark to me. Um, which is by design Ooh. which is by design which um uh, yeah i'll probably i will i want to play through the whole kingdom hearts series so um i mean that eventually. is the next on the on the list for kingdom hearts games so we'll see it might be after final fantasy 9 but if there's something else that comes up that people would rather yeah. me play or i would rather play before that because i know once i uh once i get involved in that i'm not gonna want to you know yeah but anyway and it's it's, it's two games for the price of one. Oh yeah, which yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the second second part's way easier in every way, way. easier, way shorter. Yep. Um. Yep. But yeah, uh, I would say overall, like I feel like we did a pretty good run through. I learned a few new things. I'm glad that I was able to be able to be like, oh yeah, if you turn around there, uh, there's a secret uh, pathway that'll lead you to. Uh, I don't know, Sora getting $500 handed him or something. I don't, I can't think of a good. Usually whenever uh, Rob would steer me anywhere, it would just be to a treasure chest that had a cottage in it. So uh, I actually um, <laughs> really don't. No, I'm just kidding. I really so, appreciate so it. That's why Aaron's going to be the AI. From you know, we're going to definitely get some more cottages and tents in Final Fantasy IX, so be prepared for that. But they're way more useful, so that's that. Also true. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, I can't wait for Final Fantasy IX. That's going to be a return uh, <laughs> worthwhile. I mean, I just want to play right now. Um, okay. Two days. Two days. Look forward to that Friday, July 2nd. Um, okay, so I played some stuff. I played a bunch of demos, apparently. Um, Scarlet Nexus, I finally played half of the demo. Woo, and why do you, why do you say half, Blaze? Well, um there's two protagonists which i didn't know going in and uh there's a yeah right i saw uh so i thought it was like you pick one of the because it's a it's a guy and a girl right yeah but they're not like they're not just they're like their own individual characters with their own like stories they're have their own personalities and apparently like they're separate i assume like at a certain point like it'll interweave but as of right now i got the start of the game it'll interweave at the scarlet nexus is what you're saying wow uh yeah, I guess so. I don't know. 
but uh the story is really interesting to start i played uh the so i looked at like the start screen tells you um that the guy like the girl is long range combat for the most part and the 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 guy is close range combat uh so i was like oh okay well i was more inclined to pick the the to play as the girl but because it's close range combat i was like i'm like kind of a melee type of person so i went with a guy um and uh it's like a like an hour two hours or so of uh of like i did the tutorial you learn how to play i felt like if it had like um elements of like a support and con- like and like using your teammates abilities in like a way that f- felt like better than final fantasy 15 if that makes any sense while mm-hmm. you have like your attack combo and then um you basically have like psychokinetic power so you can like pull items in the environment which there are a ton of items in the environment to like pull and hit enemies with and then you also have like your sword abilities but then you get other abilities from your teammates so if like an enemy is weak to fire you have your your um pyrokinesis uh, character that helps you there's like a there's like a, t- a tank character there's a teleport mm. character it has um has a lot of elements like what I think 15 would play like if it wasn't hold down button <laughs> like if that makes any sense um and then it also has like I feel like some near automata stuff in it as well for like mm-hmm. like um snappy responsive uh like action game um and so we jokingly said that it's like red astral chain and I felt like within the first 10 15 minutes of playing the game even if it was just like the demo or the tutorial i felt more engaged with the gameplay and that i had like the kit like at least like the starter kit i could do pretty much like a light version of like whatever i was about to do in the game and then you can upgrade that further um put the fig newton down rob um (laughs) and then uh but in astral chain i've been playing for like two to three hours and I just got access to like what the game is telling me I will be able to do in the future if that makes any sense and that mm-hmm. like it's such a slow start that I've like been I'm not really interested in going back to it because I'm just like when you have a game that is like holding back from you like what it what it's like the gameplay loop is it's just like that that's enough of a disconnect for me to be like I have other things I can play right now that are going to grip me. And Scarlet uh, Nexus really felt gripping, like, gameplay-wise, immediately. And I, like, <laughs> I'm interested in the the mystery of the story. Where the demo leaves off, I thought it was just, like, some sci-fi, like, um, like cool aesthetic thing. That, like, action game, like, anime action game. But then, at the end, it adds this, like, um, wrinkle that I did not expect at all. So... It's uh, definitely worth it. I feel like the I feel like the demo is out on last gen consoles. I know the game is out on last gen consoles. Uh, yeah. So I would assume the demo would be as well. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, on PC too. Is it really? Wow. Is it? I don't know. Uh, I was asking. Yeah. No, I don't know. I for mm-hmm. now I think it's console. Was console Astral game. Chain on? Astral Chain is Switch exclusive. And also made by Platinum, okay. totally different team, but uh, and company, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it definitely feels different from any Tales game I've played. So Bandai Namco is doing something. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if any like of the elements from this will be in the new Tales of Arise game. Because if so, I'd be interested in that. But um, I yeah. feel like they they are changing it up based on what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like they probably realized the old formula is getting a little stale. Yeah. So hopefully. They take something. So they made it into Persona. So they turned it into Persona Strikers. And uh, so, yeah, now we're going to have that. Well, Persona Strikers plays so similarly to... It's like, really is just an action version of Persona proper. So, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. all for that, if that's the premise. But I don't know. I don't know if you guys are doing a bit or not. But, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it looks like the combat's a little bit more free-flowy. I hope so. so. Yeah. I think, yeah. Hopefully, again, if they're going to rip off, uh, like as we've discussed in the past, seeing if they're kind of aping from other series as far as design-wise, I feel like that would be a good way to go. Yeah. All right. Um, So Scarlet Nexus, I'm going to play the other side, and if I am as engaged in it, I'll probably pick up Scarlet Nexus, the game, which which came out on Friday. So, (laughs) you know, I'm... uh, that's cool. I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, going back, oh, and the music, if I haven't already mentioned it, is really good. So, you know, if it has a good soundtrack and aesthetic and gameplay, you know, all, and it's been reviewing well. So, you know, there you go. Okay. Speaking of uh, Astral Chain, did you ever get to the dog tour guy scene? No. Okay. I, I think it might be worth checking that out if you're in the mood for astral chainish kind of combat like a cop in that game right yeah you're like like a super powered cop you're a cop with like a a persona basically (laughs) uh you're like joker if they were a cop in the cybernetic like uh cyberpunk future where uh demons from another dimension were attacking i guess yeah yep anyway it's interesting but uh (laughs) I don't know. It's not. It does not do. It does not like give you astral chain at the beginning. It like piecemeals it out over like three to four hours, and I have not. I have like just gotten to the point where now I have my like more options, and at that point I'm just like, well, you know, if you had given this to me earlier, I probably would have been immediately more engaged, and I am not so. It's uh, hard to go back, but uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's just not the style I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Unbeatable, the white label demo uh, on Steam. It's still up on Steam. I believe. Did you beat it? Ha. Huh. Um, yeah, well, I didn't actually play through all the songs. There's like a dozen plus songs that... Uh, so if you don't know, it's like this anime rhythm game made by an indie team and it's like it was on kickstarter i i think it's coming out next year it got funded <laughs> like like i think it got like well over what they wanted and you can do a slacker backer if you're into that um but you can like see how the game plays for itself to like to see if it's for you and it basically has two tracks it has like an upbeat and a downbeat track and you use your your band to like hit them and um 
the story and the characters look very like it presents itself i think as like an anime game but that's just like kind of the aesthetic it's like 2d um environments like it's like a 2.5d environments with like these 2d characters and they kind of like flip around like paper mario but it's like Mm. really stylish and nice um and the tone of it is a lot like the tone of um night in the woods if you guys are familiar with night in the woods it's like that um like all the animal characters it's like a side scroller adventure game um of like this uh they're like a college dropout or something character and they like explore life in their early 20s in like their hometown and that kind of thing it has like some of those vibes and what it feels like to be you know a 20 something and kind of like do what you want and like live in the world as it is today has like heavy uh heavy uh, vibes that way it's like pretty relatable on a lot of like oh i used to play the piano or i used to play the guitar but i wonder what happened and i don't do that anymore that kind of like sentiment so i was like immediately like that's cool and then the gameplay some of the songs are hidden hit or miss um i'm not necessarily like a fan but they they cover like a wide swath i guess um you can use a controller so it like uses the d-pad for the down beat and the uh bass buttons for the up and some of that is like it works well you can also use the like left and right triggers that it sometimes like works completely well but then they they do this like they like switch the sides of the screen and sometimes like it like you put in your input and it will like like not register it even if like you hit it i don't know maybe it's Mm. um it's like i the game would pause like it would tell me to do something in the tutorial i'd do the thing and it would um be like hit the beat and like i did is it because i switched from the face buttons to the like triggers i don't i don't know Uh, because i was like i preferred playing with the triggers personally and it would just like give me commands for the face buttons but Mm. whatever um so there's like some of that it has like i felt like i had slightly a little bit of jank in it but i think the product they have there is pretty sound and i'm looking forward to the full release when it eventually comes out i guess and i think you saw me play some of it aaron if you had any thoughts on yeah that. uh no no visually it looks good um i noticed that because i saw the trailer a while ago and i noticed that a lot of the songs were like yeah like you said hit or miss um uh, like a lot less cohesive than I think it needs to be for a game that's about like a band. Yeah, it didn't no. seem like this single band was making these song, like all these songs, which is yeah. Like, like I don't, know. I don't know if I remember it correctly, but I'm not sure if there was like a bunch of different people working on the music, um, which is why it's that way. But mm-hmm. then that also like, I mean, this is just like me nitpicking, but there's like a large disparity in like just the quality of like how things sound yeah. uh, in general and like that plus like everything being very different is like kind of weird um to me i guess but mm-hmm. the gameplay looked fun uh yeah if it is kind of like weird like input wise i mean i probably play on like a keyboard maybe yeah. i mean i don't know i wonder how there's like only two buttons they say so it's like yeah it is um i wonder if it, it it could be like a me thing but i really thought i was like nailing it like for the most part like um i i did 
I like did successfully like nail a bunch of songs. So I think it might have just been like maybe it was a tutorial thing or whatever. But I was pretty confident in my inputs, and um, it tells you even what your like controller delay is and all that. So it does yeah. have keyboard support. I just prefer to play with a controller. So it's free. So if you want to check it out yourself, uh, there's that. But uh, hopefully they'll fix some of that or add some cohesion. I don't know really music is kind of like it's music so it's not like you can just yeah. tweak it uh for the most part but anyway um last thing i played or that i remember playing was neo the world ends with you demo which came out last week i played it on the switch and uh believe both of you aaron i think you saw the whole thing and rob tuned yeah. in sometime in the middle i guess yeah anyway uh it's basically the start of the game it's like the first two chapters and um man did i forget how much the world ends with you as a as a franchise uh influenced me personally and uh my like own personal art and work like work but uh mm. man it feels so good to see this game like or this franchise return in such like a fantastic way and it feels like hey Remember when that game was just some weird game we just like let like go out there and it got such a cult following. Now it feels like we're like Square's putting their money behind it and like really making it like a at least like a double A tier game instead of like a weird B tier like mm-hmm. like DS game. And they've ported it so many times over the years, but um, yeah, they're really doing like with that final remix. It feels like yeah, we need to put this out there we added some more story and that's when like the game started develop like the neo the world ends with you started development um mostly i felt that the combat for the most part has been translated so well from the ds version not the switch version or any of the mobile versions like specifically the ds like you use both screens to the top screen you controlled with the uh d-pad or the um the buttons like the the face buttons and mm. the bottom screen you control with the stylus and they they now you have like a team of like more than two on your like in your party and you use different buttons around the uh, controller to control everyone and what I didn't immediately realize is that you could, the same way that you could attack at the same time with both screens for the DS one, you can do that with all the different inputs for all of your characters at the same time with, uh, with this, with the combat the way it is. So once I, like once all those, I was doing them individually, but once I started doing them like together, it really like, it felt way um, better. I felt like way more, yeah. Like, the combat, I felt, was, like, a little, um, like, I think, I thought it was just, like, oh, this is weirdly, like, difficult, or, like, why am I scoring so low? And then it's, like, oh, it's because I'm not, like, using these, I'm using these uh, in, like, a sequence instead of using them all at once, essentially. And that, once I figured that out or started doing that, it was just, like, I was nailing it, and, like, there you go, uh. So I like that. Um, it plays really well. The exploration and like the um, story and all like the mini like uh, dialogue from all the NPCs and stuff 
super charming. It really feels like a modern version of that 2007, 2008 game. So that's good. Um, yeah, the music can sometimes be repetitive, which I didn't feel like it was in the original, but maybe I'm mm-hmm. just like remembering it with like 2020 vision, I guess. But it feels, uh, yeah, I'm hoping the the full game has some uh, some more tracks, obviously. But uh, yeah. yeah, your um, your your story progress if you complete the demo carries over, and I believe you can level up to fifteen. Um, it's definitely worth it playing, but maybe play it. It's like I spent two to three hours with it. Um, if you're into it. I would say if you haven't played it yet, wait, because it's really just like the story. So if I played it on the 27th, I believe, and so it comes out July 27th, I will most likely forget the story up to that point. Um, And I don't think that that's good. Like if I had a, like, I'm going to go into like what I didn't like about the demo now, but that's one thing, but that's like a personal thing. So if you have a better memory than I do, which... I don't know. You get old, you forget. Um, there's so much stuff uh, that we we uh, experience now, but uh, yeah. So I'm probably gonna forget the the details of, which are necessary in a game like this because it really wants you to pay attention, obviously. So that's like a personal thing. The auto text progression is oh, yeah. lightning fast. I would prefer either a toggle to make it like slow or mid or fast because it felt like it was stuck on the fast setting we weren't we did uh, we were just on a runaway train and i did miss some dialogue from that which bums me out um and everyone watching me play it thought that i was just like like going through it like speed <laughs> but that w- i was like it isn't me guys um and there's this thing in the original like the ds version where you could basically scan for the enemies they would show up on like the map and then you could stack them in this because it's like fully 3d basically i scanned i i was having the enemies like follow me and instead of like getting them all like to do that like you have to run across the screen they slowly follow you but if you run too far away like too fast they stop following you and they go back to their like original setting and so and then also if they like if they attach to you it's like a three second window for you to get more um like enemies to like stack on top so i've i felt like man if they just like if i triggered it and i wanted them to follow me they should just follow me like over overall and then it it should wait until i've like decided to to stack personally i think that's like a tweak i would prefer um mm-hmm. i think just because i'm trying to min max at that point um yeah that's how i felt about it but uh yeah rindo is an interesting protag he's less uh as we say in the uh in the uh echo screen friend group uh gamo than Neku. Oh, yeah uh got oh, yeah. uh for sure he's less of that he's um he's definitely got like some of those tendencies but he's not as like hardcore as neku for sure yeah, it feels like just more normal yeah he's, <laughs> oh, he's like he's 
like his like alignment is like on, like near there but it's not like turned to max the way it was uh yeah i mean like uh especially in the way that they translated it and the voice acting which i think is very good yeah. um rindo and his friend uh Brett. yeah no they just seem like normal like kids today essentially yeah. um which is like surprising kind of um the localization is very good like they uh like it seems like they're very up to date and like this game like yeah. was translated like this year um yeah like, it feels like less less like life is strange and more like these are actually kids that are this age and, and when yeah, life is sure. strange feels like 30 year olds writing how they thought they think kids write these days but yeah anyway that's true more thoughts Aaron. Uh, I don't know. It looked really nice. Yep, graphics are cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably have more thoughts if I like played it, mm-hmm. but I didn't play. It. I watched you play it. Yeah. Uh, the I don't know exactly how the gameplay is, but I imagine it's more fun to play than it is to watch. For sure. Um, yeah. Because like when you were going through those segments, um. And like you see the combat happening, like uh there isn't really a lot of like on screen visual feedback for like maybe what that the person is doing. Like it just seems like you're just like, you know, pressing the buttons. And yeah. Like, yeah, okay, that would feel good probably yeah. to play, but like watching it, you're just kind of like you know, it's just happening, I guess. I don't know how to describe it that well. But yeah. Um and then along with that, like the way that the chaining works and how like sometimes it just like messes up yeah. and you can't like chain things properly, which would lead you to have to like go into a combat and then go out of combat and then get the rest of the guys and then go back into combat yeah. and then go out of combat. It's definitely like, annoying. Kind of tedious, um, especially to watch. But yeah, uh, I don't think that game is like, <laughs> at least from what we saw, um, especially if you're trying to like grind super hard, I don't think that game is like, that fun to watch <laughs> yeah it probably wouldn't be a, a game we we stream um mm-hmm. it'd probably be more fun yeah to play than not than not um yeah yeah anything else rob any thoughts i mean uh the world ends with you is a weird thing like the most i really know about it was from my cousin playing it mm-hmm. a while back and uh dream drop distance Mm -hmm. uh and the way they approach it in dream drop distance is kind of like my uh my relationship to uh the fast and the furious thing where it's just like okay that was odd but okay i'm guessing there's an answer for that happening yeah uh like what's the one character that just grows angel wings at the end of traverse town joshua yeah. Yeah, you find like, out you find the whole background to that. Um Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean that's the case for a lot of stuff. Like I'm sure I mean, Sephiroth it happens all the time up. in uh, square stuff. So Yeah. Like it's... Sephiroth comes in, has a wing, like first time I ever saw him was in Olympus Coliseum and it was like Wait, is that another form of Ansem? Mm-hmm. He's got gray hair and like Um But yeah, uh so yeah, there was a I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure if I'm as hooked with this game. Mm. I think this. 
I think um, not that it looks bad or anything. It's just I don't know. I I feel like there's a whole world there that I'm sure I would have to like yeah, you get need, the first game. You, you should. Most people need the the first one, and I think that it's really smart of them to have made the anime at that point. Which the yeah. anime we've said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. The anime is the prequel to the second game not the original game not the final remix the anime is the prequel the prerequisite material for the second game so would you say does it incorporate bits of the first game or is it just the anime is a retelling it's the it's a retelling of the story from the first game yeah okay so but it is like tweet but they're they're going to follow yeah. what the anime does. It's like if you played Final Fantasy VII and then... Uh, uh, this is definitely an extreme, don't, so it's not actually a one-to-one. But if it's like if you play yeah. the future sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake, so you play Part Two, and you play... But you don't play Remake 1, and you just play Final Fantasy VII, if that makes any sense. Sorry, I think my brother was about to enter in from the other side, so gotcha uh that's why i was just like looking around and had no worries uh but yeah uh i get that i think i mean the anime i believe is over and i only think it's like 13 ish episodes so Mm -hmm. you know um it's definitely worth watching it's super fun um and it will i haven't finished it personally but i am going to before the game comes out um yeah yeah I mean, I'm a, like a huge fan of the original, and I was like really genuinely surprised when anyone like would remember that game. And then when it got into Kingdom Hearts, I was like even more surprised that they were there uh, in Dream Drop, and it was just like that much more rewarding for having played the game. But uh, yeah, no, oh, it's great. I'm super happy with the direction that they've taken for it. So. that's that's about that uh okay so the last thing on the docket the docket um is uh ghost in the shell oh yeah which we watched the uh what year did it come out 96 95 the 95 uh anime movie ghost in the shell and which i had personally not seen before and uh one of aaron's favorites yeah my favorite movie there you go do you want to talk about it or do you want my opinion first i mean i've seen it like a bunch of times before mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah i like that movie a lot well i love that movie but uh yeah i think uh it'd be probably more interesting to hear your <laughs> initial feedback of it so my um my like i guess relationship is the best way or history is the best way uh to describe it with ghost in the shell as a franchise is i saw like the toonami like like anime like the one that they originally came out with i remember specifically um i don't what are the like the little like spider guys there's like a, yeah that guy um i remember getting like a figure of that when i was a kid 
mm-hmm. after going to the mall and getting like this ram upgrade for the n64 and then on tv with that night i watched uh so i got that guy and then i watched the go like one of the episodes on tv after getting a uh the ram upgrade for the n64 that's what i remember that's like my relationship <laughs> of seeing it they would just like go on these missions there would be those spider like those weird robot spider guys that would have those like voices and they would talk so to me it wasn't like uh what it is to be like made up of like like mostly cybernetic or have like a like fully cybernetic body with a like human brain it wasn't (laughs) like this like cyberpunk um like existential show what is it to be alive what is to have a soul rob put that fig newton down um (laughs) they go into that in the anime series um i would say that they ease you into those kind of concepts especially in the latter half of the first and then to the second season uh including the movie um they get into all that like the uh original uh the the season ones of the anime has it does have like an overarching story but it doesn't necessarily start until like episode three um Mm. because the first three episodes or so are just like introducing you to the characters and more so the dynamic of section nine the team um and mainly the uh protagonist uh motoko mm-hmm. major kusanagi um yeah they definitely ease you into that um and then like the rest of the stuff just kind of like comes in um i think the pacing is like really nice for it too but uh for yeah, the show i think yeah i think it's like yeah. easy to because there are uh episodes of the show that are very contained it's very easy to kind of like have a different vision of what you think it might be um if you just see like bits and pieces of it gotcha yeah yeah so i um yeah i don't really remember like the consistent like i remember the characters like i i can recall like uh the major and uh bato like from memory Mm -hmm. and i can remember the director dude anyone else didn't recall at all um and i wouldn't be able to tell you much about them and personality wise i couldn't like i I don't know bato is like a big guy with like a gruff voice and like a serious attitude he's like a company man that's how i perceived him and it's not too far off from like i would say he's presented in the movie um major was completely different from any any like previous material i'd seen in the film so like this is like uh this is like you get this i like you have this like pop culture idea of what this character is like versus the reality like of the film i guess so it was weird to have like this this like preconceived notion of who this character was and then to see this character was completely different like for me I was like, okay, this is who this character is. Like, I'm cool. Like, those, like, the kind of, like, attitude, the questioning, um, like, her arc in this film, I really, like, enjoyed. It was kind of refreshing to see, like, um, like, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. It's surprising that people latched onto this character more than, like, I know that people just, like, like the way she looks, but also her personality in this was cool. Um, 
to like really really cool and then um she uh she but she doesn't have like it's the end of an arc and you don't get the beginning of that arc so it's it's a kind of like this strange disconnect for me who didn't have any context or the context that i had was so removed from the Mm. story that they were telling in this um without spoiling the ending i personally was just like oh okay well that that's like how does how does any of this franchise work um is what how i came off of it personally i felt like um i felt like the movie for the most part was like an extended episode of the show from like memory's sake that's how it felt but it felt like the end of uh the show like end of a series instead of like the first movie and like what i know is like a couple movies at least Mm. so that's how i felt about it um other than that just like the music the animation the action sequences you can tell that it's of an era where like computer assistance wasn't like as huge and the animation like techniques that they were using and um the way that they did some shots, the way they lingered on certain shots are like completely different ideology, like a completely different like filmmaking and animation process, like like technique that I think they're not utilizing anymore. Like the amount of oh, long yeah. se- like scenes where they would just linger on a, like what felt like a static shot, but it wasn't like mm-hmm. was incredible. Um, yeah. I really liked a lot of that. And the way that they, I felt like, um in any anime movie specifically that i've ever like watched the way that like the eyes are animated and the way they look is just so striking like i felt like you got more um even if the characters aren't like expressing anything their the way their eyes look their intensity in them felt so um mm. it, i was entranced it was it was incredible um really worthwhile the uh if you're into cyberpunk and you like Blade Runner, well, this is like, I feel, I felt like this is the the thing to watch personally. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's not just for show. It's not just like the aesthetic of it. It is, um, it is, it looks like what it is, like it's saying. So it's not just skin deep is what I'm trying to get at, which mm. is, uh, thematically yeah it's very um it definitely is like kind of like a response to blade runner for sure um but also like compounding on the ideas that they presented in that movie which like you know came out fucking yeah 80s or whatever Um, it came oh i'm a fool i i was thinking like okay so this came first and formed (laughs) blade runner and i was like wait a minute that doesn't make sense this came after blade runner um yeah but it wasn't trying to be blade runner no. i was trying yeah. to do more than blade runner yeah. um, was, i think it's succeeded in a lot of ways yeah yeah it's a good expansion um, of like kind of that world just kind of like slowly and slowly becoming more inhuman kind yeah. of um, idea. but it's also still like so grounded in a way that like like everything they talk about um it, like if you don't know um the characters are part of a like uh special like police task force uh section nine um and so like being in that way like a lot of the uh 
people who work there, the characters that you see are like ex-military essentially. And so like they have a lot of like just conversations with themselves about like how guns work and like, oh, you're using this on this that like fucks up the gun or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like all that stuff is just straight up like, yeah, that's true. Like everything, like all the research that they did to just like take like what we have in our world right here, put it in theirs and like expound upon it and like make it feel like lived in but also like you know something in the fucking future um yeah super like super interesting definitely felt like an expansion yeah for our world Mm. at the time yeah and and like um we watched it uh (laughs) we watched the like original original 1995 version um which uh they released an updated version i think in like 2005 or six um where the intro is like CG, um, like completely redone CG. It looks good. I still like it, but uh, and like a lot of the effects are um, changed, like basically the color. Uh, and I think they changed the voice of the puppet master uh, to a female voice actress, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Weird, because I've seen the uh, remake version more so than this original one. But um, uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? I was gonna say something, but I forget. Yeah, yeah, it's a good ass fucking movie. Yeah. So no, you you go, Rob. I was just gonna say, uh, in the way that you say it feels like an extended episode, was it originally planned to be like a couple of episodes put together, or was it a full out no. story? No, it's a it's a movie specifically made to be a movie. Um, okay. Gotcha. The anime didn't come out until like 2003, I think, right. was when it first aired, 2003, 2004. Um, so the anime just does a great job of emulating the movie and like continuing. Well, I mean, and this is something that I had a conversation with Blaze about yeah. is that the Ghost in the Shell universe is disconnected in a lot of ways. Um, it's kind of hard to, I guess, unless you look it up, it's hard to figure out what's what and where. Where, where things should be it. on like the timeline or whatever mm-hmm. the ghost and shell started with a manga um which is vastly different from both the anime series and the movies um it's like uh more comedic in a lot of ways um okay i haven't like really read it uh but so the director of the 1995 ghost in the shell movie took a lot of those concepts and just like did his own thing with them essentially. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like that movie is like the staple of what the like ultimate form of ghost in the shell would be. Um, mm-hmm. And the anime is just a completely separate timeline. Um, it takes place like in its own world and you follow the characters more so that uh, like, like you would in the manga is essentially how it is, but kind of taking a lot of concepts from the movie and like translating them into more of like a digestible format um for a lot of people um and so ever since the anime uh everything else has been like built on that essentially mm-hmm. besides the 2017 movie obviously the live action one mm-hmm. uh yeah since the 2003 anime uh everything else is connected to that essentially okay Mm-hmm. Uh, the original movie does have a sequel which i like a lot but okay a lot of people don't like that one as I much because they think i don't know they just like assume a lot of things that they want to see yeah but, like uh, it 
like it kind of expands the universe in a way that a lot of people wouldn't uh like yeah. in their own minds imagine yeah they i think kind of like get attached to certain things from the first movie mainly okay. uh the main character and it's like oh i want to see uh, like what she's doing now like uh, how does she go forward that's what i want to see but it's like kind of like not really the point of it yeah um, it's in its own case it actually makes sense where the character goes it may yeah. not be the way like you have it idealized but Without, it's um yeah. having seen the second movie of ghost in the shell the way that uh i'm thinking about it is that it's like watching jurassic park and then watching the lost world that's like the concept i can get that i yeah that's like super but i don't <laughs> okay. I, I don't think it's like as one-to-one but i think it's the feelings i guess um, yeah yeah and that's like the kind of like internet conversation about it and like that's okay. how it's felt about it too so mm-hmm. yeah all right uh but yeah i mean in general ghost in the shell stuff is super good i think uh, yeah. my favorites are obviously the original movie uh and its sequel and then okay. the original run of the anime i think everything after that's been kind of like hit or miss um okay. yeah yep okay i liked it um that's i didn't um i didn't love it but that's for that's a me thing that's not a it's not like i can recognize it as like oh like an incredible work but like there was enough for me personally like it's not bad in any way it's just like just a personal taste like i like the film but it does something that i didn't like so i liked it i didn't love it basically but um i don't think it should be any different is also like i think that's okay um and it doesn't make me dislike the franchise or anything else and it makes me i guess if i would felt if i feel so strongly about like what i didn't like about the movie i'm like definitely like interested in watching that original anime series because of that if that makes any sense so yeah and i don't know i think it's probably worth watching and maybe uh in english i think that's what i was gonna say earlier you did watch the japanese version which um okay it's like obviously you know what they made it for uh which is kind of why i did but the translation we also had was kind of fucking shitty yeah. um really? there were a lot of discrepancies that i noticed like from other times that i've watched it where like they used i think it was uh i think it was like a uk translation specifically which is like funny because uh, i feel like when you get translations you always kind of like see that like english us or english uk um and you're like well what's the difference but like yeah there's a there's a difference because there's a lot of like vocab words that were more um obviously tailored to like yeah something that you probably understand if you lived in the united kingdom um like i think the first time that i realized or like when i first noticed it is when they were talking about the uh like this garbage truck going around and they're like oh why don't they take my rubbish I have yeah. my rubbish right here, yeah. and it's like, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but the what? movie does have, like, a good English translation, so I think yeah. okay, it would probably be easier to understand if you watched it that way. The, the think, American translation? Yeah, I don't think you should go into this movie expecting to get everything out of it watching it the first time, and that's yeah. why I okay. yeah. wanted to watch it um, in Japanese originally. Um, yeah. I, I feel like... I feel like that's kind of like something kind of beautiful and kind of understated about the ghost in the shell world is that it's very, I don't want to say melancholic. It's uh, meditative 
it's very meditative yeah there's like so much nuance and there's so much um complexity in how a lot of things work like the uh director mamaru oshi like has a long history in like um politics uh like since he was like a teenager essentially so right off the bat the movie opens up with very uh like like you're just dropped into a very like complex like straight up just political situation um mm -hmm. and they're using a lot of terms that you might not understand um like this guy is like seeking political asylum from a uh separate territory um who is like you know on kind of shaky relationships with the japanese government where they are and like you have two competing uh police forces oh well like a, a police force and um the uh what is it um like treaties bureau like like all this bureaucracy kind of going mm -hmm. on to set up the entire world like a lot of that can just like go over people's heads um especially if you're watching like for the first time it's kind of complicated in that way um yeah. but all that is just like kind of world building and set up for what is eventually to happen um i guess it's is more so to like uh tell you the gravity of the situation that they're in um but yeah it's just a lot of shit and there's like so much that you can go back and watch again and be like oh that's how this happened like this is why this is this way that kind of deal yeah there you go um yeah. all right so other than that i think we have uh loki right yeah um this one i well it, okay uh... hold on wait wait, wait. loki <laughs> episode three full spoilers and this is probably gonna be our last topic to talk about on the show so if you haven't yeah. watched episode three yet it's a live show uh catch the uh the audio recording or the vod uh, later I, on when you uh yeah. when you have uh thank you and that was your spoiler warning yeah I, I have two i have two things after this it's a small two small things but i could probably just say it now watch superman and lois and read beta ray bill um beta ray bill it. is there an actual yeah here i actually have a cover right by me here uh yeah beta ray bill there's a new comic series it's done by um daniel warren johnson hmm. he did extremity have you ever heard of him nope okay he did uh murder falcon uh and uh it's he's uh i guess what you could describe his stuff is very metal okay. uh <laughs> it's still got a lot of heart it's not just like and it's Murder Falcon. Uh, well, well, I mean, Murder Beta Falcon. Ray Bill is pretty metal, honestly, as a concept. But Beta Ray Bill is very metal. Um, and uh, he did this comic book series called um, Wonder Woman Dead Earth. And mm -hmm. I think it's the best okay. Wonder Woman story out in years. Um, it's just ba basically Wonder Woman in a post-apocalyptic future. And it's, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah... I picked up, I read the first issue a few months ago, and then I picked up the second issue today, and I feel really bad that I've been slug, slugging off on behind it, and I don't feel like a lot of people are getting to it, so mm -hmm. look up Beta Ray Bill. I'm sorry that I de 
derailed us there. I mean, this is all spoilers so. for Loki, so it's not a big deal. That's yeah. It's a uh, pivotal that you listen to this if you want to know everything about what's coming next on Loki. Yeah. So you've had you all had like a minute to jump off. Several minutes, yes. Okay, but uh, what did everyone think? So episode three is basically uh what they're just on that planet the whole time yeah pretty much we we learn a few new things about the tva uh we still know very little about uh lady loki except she's been revealed she has her own name it's selvi yep which is uh getting a couple of people confused but i feel like it's continuing the trend of the new Young Avengers initiative that they're planning because Selvi was the name of the Enchantress in uh, the comics, if I'm getting that correctly. Uh, I believe, yeah, in the comics, like the Enchantress's name is Selvi, but um, where are you going with the Young Avengers thing? Uh, well, uh, the Enchantress that Selvi was, she joined the Young Avengers. Oh, okay. Yeah. That. So, yeah. So I feel like but she, she feels might... like a little too old, villainous. Right? Well, old is what I'm gonna say. She's not like oh, young. Okay. She's like, like on par age wise with yeah. the rest of the cast that were from yeah. like that main cast. I don't know, but she is yeah. definitely like, um, she plays single player games. She does not play uh multiplayer games. Is kind of <laughs> like best way to put it. She's not a team player. Uh, which you can you go through this whole episode like. Neither of these guys are team players, and that's like, yeah. like you know, yeah. Duinci, don't and... look at me like that. Yeah, uh, sorry, Duinci, my cat off screen is looking at me in a way. Anyway, um, okay, you guys talk about the episode. What do you think? What did you like? What did you uh, hate? Aaron, anything come to mind to you right away? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I enjoyed their dynamic um i thought the like uh what was the weird tension between them like what, what was that oh the, like, uh, the weird, huge the romantic tension fuck. Yeah, yeah like that was fucking weird um yeah i feel like loki is the character to fuck himself uh yeah like that's like kind of what like i'm thinking but then at the same time it's like they wouldn't do that right because they wouldn't do that in a disney like, show right I mean, I don't I mean, know. I, I don't know. Like, she does, you know, say that, oh, like, I'm not Loki. I'm Selfie, whatever. Um, yeah. And also, like, her backstory is very different from Loki's. Uh, apparently, her mom, like, wasn't in her life, and she had to teach herself magic. Um, yeah. She taught herself a magic that Loki doesn't know, which is uh, enchanting. Um, yeah. And all that shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean this episode was more so like just like an adventure that they're going on to like become friends right yeah um you did get like bits and pieces of backstory stuff uh some more development for loki himself it's like you know Mm -hmm. oh am i like doing the right thing or whatever like am i like really even doing what i want to do or or am i just doing like what is most convenient i guess um okay yeah, I don't know. It was good. Uh, it ended on a cliffhanger, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I a bit of a, a bit of a 
oh, what the hell is going to happen next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, uh, if you didn't see from the previous episode, like, Loki follows uh, Sylvie through this portal. Um, and, like, they actually end up at the TVA. Um, then Loki uses the, uh, what the fuck, the device or whatever. It's like a time courier or whatever. Yeah, the, like, uh, time pad uh, to send them to an apocalypse, uh, mm-hmm. which is, like, somewhere in space. And this moon is crashing into this planet. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to be dead. So we have to get the fuck out of here or whatever. And uh, it's them trying to get to like this one place where they might be able to escape. And they're like, yeah, no, everybody dies. Well, what if like we saved people, including ourselves? And then at the end of it, their one hope for getting away uh, gets hit by a meteor. Yeah. Which I mean... I guess this is going to end up being, I would guess the next episode is they're going to have to try saving the planet, which is going to get the TVA to be like, oh, there's another anachronism. So now we have to go and pick up what's going on there. And that's going to lead into so-and-so. But um, the big thing I'm excited about is... There's a couple of like screenshots I've seen, and it looks like we are gonna see young Selvi, and we're gonna learn. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. That's the one image I saw, and so like I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how we're gonna learn more. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm wondering how the vote Loki, like Loki in the like. Uh, horns and the big like politician outfit that he has in the promos oh yeah president yeah i'm loki. wondering yeah president loki yeah i'm wondering how that's gonna come in by the end of it uh i don't know if that's just gonna be we're gonna cycle through different variants of loki at one point mm. or if this is gonna be leading to that uh but yeah i'm I feel like we still have a lot to go, but isn't there is this is a six episode run, right? Six episodes, yeah. And a season two apparently is yep, gonna already be already confirmed, yeah. Yeah, hmm. which I'm uh, this seems like a very ambitious show, like to do a lot with, but like I'm very glad that it does seem like something you can go further with. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like a WandaVision where it's just like if you did another season it would be very uh, disingenuous, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, the way it all played out, I don't think it would work. Um, yeah. So, but uh, so I, yeah. The big thing though is like, I, uh, I'm, I'm still in this love hate relationship, growing with Loki, because like when it was two of them, I was just like man, I think I hate Loki. (laughs) Like, because I'm not sure if I could deal with the Rick Sanchez of the MCU Mm. being doubled. I think that's a, I think you're projecting. Yeah, I don't like that at all. No, I like Loki. I mean, it's a Rick, Rick and Morty writer is the head writer. So I kind of like Loki a little less now. Um, (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Put that pig Newton down, Rob. No. (laughs) Wow. 
in an alternate timeline, you did put the Pig Newton down, and uh, the TV would have lived. The TV is going to show up behind yeah, it started a uh, natural disaster. Um, you see the TVA come in and pick me out? <laughs> the only thing that I uh, take away from episode three is like, cool. Um, I kind of hate that this is the Thor Ragnarok of uh, of like this now. Because they're on some alien planet doing their like adventure hijinks. And I'm like, cool. What if, um, yeah. what if he was like Loki of Asgard though? And it was like more of that because i'm kind of like just so disconnected from that whole thing at this point that it's just like what would you say is different from the loki we've seen before to now it's not necessarily that i think he's different it's that i want him in like a more traditional setting to what the character is known for instead of like guardians of the galaxy because it it starts to feel really samey after a while and i don't like that I see. I I kind of I kind of enjoyed the detour because I feel like if we got another office episode, things would be a little a little samey there. What do you mean by office episode? If we were in the TVA. Again. Oh, I I want like Asgard Loki. Like I want more of like especially with with uh, Sylvie, like apparently being um, disconnected from like we get we if they i guess uh, in episode three like the the um they can't escape so i guess before that I, the plot wouldn't demand it them going back but i would like would have liked to see that um i guess i mean um, in the previews i think we did see loki back in the throne room so i feel like really well then i'll get so, what i want i guess yeah, yeah <laughs> I think in, I, like they can't continue the show and like not tackle a lot of that stuff especially like with how heavy they're going into the loki's backstory and his relationship with you know his mom and mm-hmm. like, yeah know, seeing her die and like yeah. seeing his emotions actually show themselves like truthfully uh, in those small moments and especially with how uh salvi was describing her own backstory and how it was different and his reaction to that um i just think that i mean it depends on what they do next episode but i think like i don't know like how long are they going to be on this planet if it's only six episodes I, and like i feel like we should definitely get off the planet early yeah. next episode yeah um i feel like every episode has been unique in its own way like mm. and i feel like to go longer on this planet would be kind of against the flow of how things have been going with everything like i would definitely like to see something uh crazy happen again but i feel like i mean it depends on what they're gonna try doing with it because i Mm -hmm. feel like the setup of this whole episode has been showing that leaving these apocalypses and like not doing anything with it is going to be like kind of against what free will is and what we could do with this power like i feel like in a perfect world, they would take these people who are going to die and try to redistribute them or, like, try to save them in some way. But this is a corrupt agency. Mm-hmm. It's got its own things going. And I feel like the power of free will and all that's going to overcome on Loki's side by the end of it. So I don't know how to wrap that up into 
like a very short time frame unless mm. I I mean we've got very smart writers on this so I have a feeling uh something cool is gonna come yeah I hope um they nail it like I feel like they didn't nail it with the past two shows so uh, so far I'm I'm liking it more I hope it just wraps up um yeah better than the uh other ones because you know it would be disappointing uh and i'm like a baseball kind of guy three strikes you're out um so what i personally didn't like the way i reflecting on that's it, fun i didn't like the way that wandavision played out and i get that yeah it's i like, disagree but it's fine that's fine <laughs> i i mean i'm not personally attacking you um it's okay um and then falcon winter soldier i felt just like completely uh fell flat just train wreck ending they did not they had too many plot lines and not enough time and they really could have i don't i don't know why they only did six episodes it could have they could have done it i don't know and like it just like just subtract they know how to write they have good writers i'm just saying they did too much um and didn't like finish it and then they're they're gonna tell us in the movies which yeah okay <laughs> like uh tell us in the movies um but actually put a movie out so that's a thing yeah uh loki's been consistently good so far and uh i really hope that they stick the landing as i said before uh yeah i think that's it anything else any anyone else have anything before we end the show good that's it <laughs> um now uh thanks for watching thanks for listening if you're on the uh the audio version um most of the demos that i talked about are available anywhere you want them uh so go do that if you haven't watched ghost in the shell it's on netflix free uh, netflix what am i saying youtube free with uh with ads so if you're into mm -hmm. that you can go check it out i don't know which version um is up there personally but um it's probably that updated version aaron was talking about and again we're emphasizing we watched the animated film from 95 and not the 2017 live action so uh yeah there's that, I hate um, that. you have to make that clarification yeah um check out all the kingdom hearts uh playthrough that rob and i did um most of it's on uh, YouTube, and it will be coming uh, out over the next couple of weeks um, as we, like, we schedule those drops. And then, uh, yeah. This check, Friday. Check out this Friday. We are playing Final Fantasy IX, our first uh, session with that. We will definitely tweet mm -hmm. it out and let you guys first know. First of, like, a fuck ton. So. Yeah. Um, hopefully, <laughs> I feel like the average episode length is going to be longer than what we were doing for yeah uh for sure. kingdom hearts but there's way more like there uh to <clears> it <throat> honestly it might not be as long as we're expecting it to be with like all that grinding turned off because yeah that's true i don't think i don't think people are watching for the grinding personally mm -hmm. but uh you will oh, get... no, there's some banter in between there yeah it's I'm, I'm just gonna I mean, even if you take all that stuff out it's still yeah. like jrpg proper yeah and there's a lot of like dialogue and story for sure that and that's yeah. that's the kind of the the meat of what we're going to be doing and uh, mm -hmm. hopefully 
you guys will enjoy if it's your first time uh like it is for rob hopefully you uh you get something out of it you can appreciate the game the way we aaron and i appreciate the game so follow us on uh on social media it's uh kind of annoying to say that very cringy in my (laughs) opinion um also there's a hilarious screenshot at our socials bro from uh from neo the world ends with you where uh rindo is just saying cringy it's hilarious oh yeah um love it so uh there's that um if you guys didn't know which i've said this many times rob makes the wonderful tapestries every week for the show they are incredible works of art if you guys enjoy those please uh you can see other things that rob has made over on his twitter and elsewhere but we link to all that stuff down below here on uh, Twitch and over, uh, it's usually in the description on every episode we release audio. Mm-hmm. So for sure, if you're on YouTube, it's it's also down below. Check. Oh, I don't know. I haven't uploaded the episodes yet, but they'll go up eventually um, of this show anyway. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're out there. Please follow us. If you want to start a conversation with us, either do it in the Twitch chat while we're streaming or hit us up on Twitter. We're around. And uh, that was episode 58. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.